0: Welcome to Outwide, the podcast that brings you non-cringy and inclusive commentary on all of the four Grand Slam tennis events. I'm Steph. I'm Resh. And today, we're going to
1: talk about our meet-cute.
0: Yeah, I think it was 2015... I was working at the hospital in Portland, Oregon, Mm -hmm. and as a nurse practitioner, and in walks, Resh, (laughs) new physician's assistant extraordinaire. Brand new. Yeah. Very fresh. Rolled right in. New hire. uh, (laughs) New grad who this. (laughs) New grad ready to take on (laughs) the city of Portland (laughs) Mm -hmm. with those mad medical skills. And um, yeah, liked you right away. Well, you were an established NP. Oh yeah, MP. I, I'd I'd been there for a minute. You've been there for like eight years, right? Yeah, I think I. would Yeah, yeah. 2007 to 2015. Mm-hmm. I'd been there for a minute. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a good run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you came in and not exactly sure how we realized that we were both kind of ten- into tennis, but started playing semi regularly around town. Yeah. Some lessons together.
1: We did, yeah. Yeah.
0: We interacted, I think, a little bit
1: in the ER, right? Yeah, just Just getting to know each other. I think, like, you were, I think, like, um, not supervisor, but like, I think I was training with you a few shifts. Yeah. Um, I wonder if some at one point in time then we we mentioned tennis or something like that, but um yeah we we started interacting more in the e r and then somehow we ended up playing tennis. actually, I do remember this part the first time I asked you to go play tennis, I also had the ulterior motive of asking you about like my sexuality oh, kind yeah. of soft coming out to you <laughs> I was in yeah. the rose garden in the rose garden yes Washington park Washington park roses lining the fence surrounding the tennis court, clear as day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mount Hood in the background, really just setting setting the tone.
0: You're like, yeah, let's hit some tennis
1: balls and. <laughs> Baby gay. <laughs> <laughs> and you were great. You were like the best, like, gay elder <laughs> ever. And we're just like, so you're questioning. Amazing. This is the best city for you to be in. And then we we bonded over growing up in the South. Totally, Right? Georgia South Carolina mm-hmm. yeah loving tennis loving tennis we did cardio tennis yeah yeah and then we kept on like I think after each Grand Slam or during two we would text each other totally think, that's right we did yeah yeah and and then I think it became somewhat of a regular thing like okay oh, what else is going on in your life yeah yeah the rest of the friendship developed too <laughs> totally
0: <laughs> Tennis All tennis. Yep. A little bit of medicine.
1: (laughs) All tennis. Oh, barely any medicine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Not what we want to talk about. Not at all.
1: (laughs) Not at all. And then I think when I moved to San Francisco,
0: right, that was when we made plans. Yep. To go to the Australian. Both in transitional times in our lives. Very much so. Yeah. And don't exactly recall the details, but we were like, we should go to the Australian Open. Right? Yeah. And it was like a couple months away. Yes. And I th- th- we yeah. just went for it. Yeah. I think it was like
1: October of yep. like 2018. And yes, both were like in transitional places, I think with work, but also with relationships. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know, I, you said, I don't want to do anything that I'm not saying hell yes to. Hmm. Yes, I know. It was very wise. (laughs) Put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. And I was like, that is the word. Those are the words that I want to like, like follow right now. Yeah. And so when you posed like the, you know, Australian Open trip, I was like, that's a hell yes. Yeah. Like no question about it. That is something that I want to do. Right. Yeah. And, And so I moved to San Francisco in November and then. We ended up going in January.
0: Totally. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things where I was like, oh, well, you're getting a new job. So you could actually tell them you're going to be gone during this time frame. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty confident I could just like take the time off mm-hmm. and just make up for it on the back end of the mm-hmm. front end. Um, Had never traveled together before. Yes. This was our first trip. Like not even within the state of Oregon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we hadn't even done like a day trip together. We had just been in Portland yeah. together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And your bags, your bags didn't come oh, yeah. when we first got to Sydney. Did yours? Yes. You were wearing my clothes. Oh, okay. For yeah. like the first day, and they look so good on you. Uh, I still have pictures
0: of <laughs> them. <laughs> we actually went shopping, and I still have some of those clothes. We did. It
1: was, and also remember, we, it was so difficult because, like, your bag, there were so many logistical things. Your bag was trying, was going to be delivered the following day, but we wanted to go, like, tour and walk around the gay district of Sydney. Mm. And so we found a retail store with a lot of pride flags in it. Oh, yeah. Where the owner was also gay. Yeah. A sweet little gay man. And we said, hey, could we get the bag delivered here oh yeah oh my and gosh they kept it yes your big checked in bag so this was a large because we were gone for you know 10 days or something like that yeah and so they were so sweet we need to find the the name of the store and check in, make sure they're okay totally but yeah they 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 delivered the bag they kept it back there and then we came back after our touring and we said hey can we roll our bags on over to our airbnb
0: and I completely forgot that part of the story. <laughs> I st- like I did buy clothes from them though and I still have some. Oh yeah. Like that really cool flamingo shirt.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember we were searching for clothes and I was like it was really interesting cuz I was getting a sense of your style because we would go into different stores and you were like this ain't it. And so I was like all right, let's
0: go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Sydney Sydney was really cool and then we were like okay we got to get to the action
1: the reason why we're there melbourne yeah yeah with the hard r Mm -hmm. (laughs) melbourne melbourne (laughs) sorry australians we're gonna we're unfortunately gonna do the hard r (laughs) with the melbourne what Um, a great city ah amazing city Mm -hmm. yeah like uh, great public transit yeah so So walkable (laughs) We were saying it sometimes time. So walkable. <laughs> the street art. Street art. they uh, coffee. Oh, great coffee culture. Great coffee yes. culture. Yes. And we went to that place that had, I can't remember what it is, uh, the name, but coffee and soda water on tap. Yes. And you lost it. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is. Two of my is, favorite things. This is quite the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It is really rare yeah yeah
0: yeah coffee culture yeah melbourne Mm -hmm. just like well it was funny because we were like meeting australians and they were like wait you're here for the you're here for tennis Mm -hmm. you're here to watch the australian open Mm -hmm. like you came from another country to watch (laughs) tennis in our city and we're like (laughs) yeah it's a huge deal obviously yeah yeah it's one of the biggest like sporting events yeah
1: and it's beautiful australia i mean we get a trip out of it also, the food was really great. So great! Melbourne has amazing food, super diverse. Mm-hmm. Also, very gay. I never felt unsafe. Oh no! Yeah, Not we were just walking around that whole city. Um, we went to some gay clubs. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, my first drag show. You totally. reminded me about this. Yeah, the first drag show. I know. Questionable drag. Uh. <laughs> the quality. <laughs> the quality. Yes, you were. You were. You were so funny because you were like. Uh, don't, don't register this as drag yet. <laughs> Maybe see some other things before you really categorize this as <laughs> drag.
0: <laughs> don't give up on it.
1: Don't give up on it. Yes. Yes. That was... Don't judge the, yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, so we, then we saw the, we went to actually the matches, right? Yeah. We had tickets. Who do we see? We saw Serena. Ugh. Oh in the green Mm -hmm. uh jumpsuit Mm -hmm. type romper thing oh so good on the stadium court on the main Mm -hmm. one i can't remember which one that is do you
0: remember she rolled her ankle like she was gonna win the match and then she rolled her ankle and it kind of went downhill from there that was sad that was sad yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but there's no bad seat in that stadium like it's wild we saw some men's matches and women's matches We did. We saw Rafa at night against, I think, Nishikori.
1: I think so, too. Yep. And uh, Who? Retired. Surprise. (laughs) 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 But it was, I mean, Rafa was in great form. Oh, yeah. As always. Um, Who else? We saw Milos Mm -hmm. Raonic. Yep. We sat next to some, conveniently, this was great, some Canadian tennis gays. Yeah. They shared some food with us. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That it was, was really nice. great. Yeah.
0: They too had traveled from another country.
1: They to did. See yeah. Dedicated. They were very into it. They had snacks ready. Yeah. They were very prepared. They had their flag. They did have their flag. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that was Speaking of flags. hmm I took my pride flag. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were really trying to um protest Margaret Court Court. Yes. And her Homophobia, transphobia. And so I did – we did actually like smuggle that flag in uh-huh. because initially I had – I was wearing it and they were like, you can't wear that at the gate and then put we're it in, the in my pocket. backpack. Oh, the, ba- the backpack. Something yeah. like yeah. that, yeah. And then we went to Margaret Court <laughs> – I still have this picture. Uh, We went right outside of it so you could see the sign. We took the picture. We had somebody take a picture with us holding the flag outside Margaret Court Court. And you conveniently gave him a finger. (laughs) Didn't give me that memo. Like, I had no idea. I I was just smiling like this was just a regular like, hey. No.
0: Yeah. Margaret Court gets way too much.
1: It's not even recognition. It's, it's apples and oranges. It's not yeah. even the same thing. Like I don't know why they're even still talking about her. However, I have heard recently that once um, if if this happens once you know, Novak hits 24, uh, tennis fans will be damned if they do not include Roger Federer as a goat. Mm-hmm. So what likely will happen is when they're talking about the top five goats of tennis they will go uh novak roger rafa uh serena of course and then you know whoever else comes in after that um who else was it steffi Steffi. Gra- so. yeah steffi graf was open era mm-hmm. right and so i feel like hopefully margaret court can just sort of fade into the background and yeah. evaporate it's just
0: not comparing apples to apples it isn't yeah. it isn't it's not the same yeah yeah. So that was Australia. That was Australia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, I think our tennis uh, journey moved to Indian Wells. Indian Wells. Yep. Yeah. Which was just like, so that was three years after Australia, mm-hmm. right? So March 2022, mm-hmm. we went with our, our partners. Yeah. My brother Your came. Brother. Yeah. Sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sister-in-law came too, and we just like met up in the Des. Yeah, the fifth slam. Is the f- what some yes, call it. Yeah. the fifth slam. Exactly. That was fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, not a lot of bad seats. Not at
1: all. Yeah, and remember we we snuck into uh, was it a night match where we snuck oh, down yeah. into the lower level? Oh, that's right. To see, I think it was Jensen Brooksby and someone else and Maria Sochari. Yeah. Yeah. Also fun.
0: Yeah. It's, their security is pretty loose. Yeah. Yeah. Especially late at night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless Carlitos. Right. Or
0: Rafa or, you know, any of these like really big, big names. Yeah. Yeah. The facilities are just, they're very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe than maybe nicer than any of the grand slams, oh, yeah, yeah,, wow. I mean Australian open was pretty pretty nice, it was nice, it was nice, and you were saying too, French open is a little bit um older, yeah, the infrastructures infrastructure historic, dusty, <laughs> dusty, a little dusty, but Indian wells is dusty <laughs> <laughs> in a different way oh, yeah, the sandstorms, yeah. yeah,
1: I think after we left. And were you there when they when that like um
0: Oh yeah, the windstorm the windstorm happened during that Rafa mm-hmm. was it Rafa Carlitos? Mm-hmm. Yes. And all the awnings were like blowing up and there were like oh, yeah. little dust tornadoes on the actual court and dust was like blowing in their eyes. Rafa couldn't handle it. Yeah.
1: I was watching it and he was just like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you know, that's Rafa. It was a amped little unbelievable. Up. There was yeah. like
0: trash blowing around the court yes in little tornadoes oh yeah hats flying oh yeah no. yeah tough conditions very tough very very tough but and they they don't have a roof right or, no they do not have a roof yeah not even a thought of getting a roof yeah it's a desert yeah, yeah. totally
1: no they were showing I, I was watching that like on tv and they were even showing like the dust around the uh stadium which they usually
0: don't right they yeah. don't show that sort of setting but yeah Well, and what's cool about that tournament is it's, like, the practice courts are so easily accessible. Yeah, Like, you got to see... Rafa. Yeah. We saw Rafa practice.
1: Oh, we met Layla. Yeah. Oh, I fangirled over Layla. Yeah. Layla was really cute. Um, And I think we saw Rafa practice with Carlitos for a little while. Um, Oh, yeah. It was packed. Yeah, you can just walk up on those courts and it's
0: easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very cool. And I think... so. In addition, I think, to – yeah, that we saw soccer we saw – we also saw uh, Carlitos
0: um, and Monfis,
1: mm, mm-hmm.
0: which was a great match. I love Monfis I do, too. Yeah. The first time I saw him was actually at the French Open, and with the French crowd behind him, mm-hmm. it was just, like, such a blast. Because he, they really get into the French players, obviously. And he's just so incredibly athletic. I mean, yes. just, like, jumping in the air – cross-court shots just mm-hmm. getting to stuff that no one would ever get to i'm glad that he's still still playing me too he is like grabbing those wild cards and running love the <laughs> it please keep giving them
1: to guile and venus please. please i know you know that they're going to sell the tickets yeah and everyone's going to enjoy watching them he is he's so dynamic he's so energetic and lively and fun and yes. um the shots that he makes sometimes—I mean, he is—he, I think—in Carlitos right now are like human highlight reels. Yeah, for tennis, um, so fun. And he has had some solid results on clay, so it makes sense totally. that I think you—you you saw him. I'm sure he progressed somewhat far in that. Yeah, he's so fast, so fast. Yeah. So that was a fun match in Indian Wells too, and then the big, the big one. Leading up to, like, the, I think the one where all of us were so stoked was Rafa Curios, mm-hmm. Right? Ugh. I know. I know. The eye roll with, yeah. With Kyrios. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was so stressed. Yeah. I was so stressed. Because that was, I think, when Rafa, he got injured after that match or mm-hmm. Carlitos match. Or actually, yeah. And then going into the final with Fritz. Yep. Um, and so that was, yeah, but he. Curios is not going to go without a fight. Oh, definitely. And it's wild. I mean, you know, I don't want to take away from anything that he was, was doing because like he would hit a wild miss and then get it together and hit an incredible ace Mm -hmm. or like hit the, hit the crap out of a forehand and amazing winner, you know, like. He's the manifestation of a human wild card. Yeah, he really is. And temper tantrums and throwing rackets, but then turn it around. And yeah. Oh my God. Wimbledon final. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. That was that was wild. Yeah. That was and then remember Ben Stiller was there. Yeah. (laughs) Ben Stiller
0: loves the curious (laughs) Ben Stiller moment. (laughs) Oh my god, that
1: was (laughs) wild. I know. And everybody was like, What? What did he say? And then we saw videos of it afterwards. Um, but Ben Ben loves Rafa, loves Carlitos, too. Just loves tennis. Loves tennis, yeah. yes. But I think particularly likes Spanish tennis. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you know who he's rooting for. For sure. Yeah. He was oh. at the U.S. Open
0: this year. Oh, too. yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like kind of a permanent fixture at Indian Wells. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So then that kind of brings us to today. I yeah. mean, it turned a lot of text conversations and debriefings after Grand mm-hmm. Slam tournaments to... Why don't we just do something a little bit more formal? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where we can have these chats. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe create a community around it. Exactly. And I think a theme, a a sort of
1: repetitive theme that we kept coming back to when watching tennis was how
0: cringy the commentary was. Yeah, to the point of, like, often wanting to turn it off completely.
1: Oh, no. Put it on mute. Put it on mute. Yeah, Beyonce challenge. Yeah, we would often put it on mute because it was not inclusive. It was harmful. It was racist. Um, And we were like, what is this? Mm -hmm. And we also, you know, identify as kind of like outsiders to the sport. Mm Um. And wanted a more inclusive commentary for outsiders, you yeah, know, more accessible,
0: yeah. Well, and I think the interesting thing apart about that is, yeah, we don't fit like the typical prototype of tennis players. Um, we'd be sitting watching matches sometimes with like the tournament earbud in our ears. And it's not always even reflecting, like, what's actually happening right in front of us, you know? Mm -hmm. There's just comments being made that you're just like, what? Mm -hmm. And it, like, often detracts from the experience rather than adds. 100%. You know, and so it's, it's interesting because it just doesn't. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, especially if you don't really know much about the sport, it's probably really helpful to help them kind of, you know, translate what is happening. Um, But, like, being a little bit further into it and kind of knowing a little bit about the sport and being huge fans, it was kind of like, well, the commentary for us isn't exactly, yeah, adding. No, it's not adding value. And
1: they are sports analysts. Yeah. And so... They're not clothing analysts. They're not, you know, accessories analysts because that's what a lot of them are sometimes comment like commenting on, mm-hmm. you know, is the outfits and the, the hair and the braids and the nails. How are they playing with these nails? And it's like, no one's asking for that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: not what you're an expert in. You're an expert in potentially, you know, uh, tennis and the specifics of tennis, what kind of serve... Was that most recent serve? What's Mm -hmm. the difference between a body and a kick serve? Why is this person so good at returning it? Or, you know, those are the things that we want from tennis commentary. Um, A little bit of objectivity.
0: Yeah, and I guess arguably are they sports analysts or did they just – were they just professional athletes within the sport, you know? I mean, I think the thing that I often hear is just people towing the party line of – This is tennis, and Mm -hmm. we want to preserve it in its form forever Mm -hmm. and um, kind of a general resistance to change Mm -hmm. and a lot of emphasis on, like, the status quo and how things should be Mm -hmm. and also fear around, you know, losing footing to other sports, Mm -hmm. most namely pickleball. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, like, Mm fear-based, I think, nonsense around – You know, we're going to lose some footing to pickleball. Scarcity mindset. Yeah, it's just kind of like. So then you step out and you look at the actual tennis court and you look at how global it is Mm -hmm. and how diverse it actually is. And it's kind of like the commentary is not matching what's actually happening in modern times, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's like unsolicited
1: opinions mm-hmm. rather than, you know, professional commentary or, you know, data analytics, um, you know, like those types of things uh, around the sport. It's, it's a lot of, uh, yeah, opinion-based commentary on what's right and wrong, um, which is influenced by a lot of political stance and
0: mm-hmm. uh, patriarchy. hmm Everything kind of goes back to Wimbledon, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Wearing all white. Gosh, the you worst. Know, tea yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Very proper, very exclusive. Colonial. Can't get in to watch, even if you want to.
1: Oh, no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. And they love it like that. Yeah. They're not wanting to change it, right? Mm-hmm. Not trying to make it more inclusive. Yeah. Yeah, and they haven't
0: budged. No, not at all. In fact, they were the last Grand Slam to have equal pay for the men's and women's side. Not surprising. Not even the slightest bit surprising. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Colonizers.
0: Oh, Am I right? Yeah. I mean, the whole the <laughs> whole sport. But I think what's interesting is that tennis is now none of the things yeah. that they want it to be. Mm-hmm. And that... Is what has allowed, definitely myself, and I think the two of us, to actually feel like we can still be a part of something because it has continued to change and evolve, um, despite what the commentary is, despite what you know the kind of the tennis status quo is. Um, it has continued to evolve, and people have continued to fight mm-hmm. to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, Richard. Against, Thank you, Oracine. Yeah push against, you know, the tide mm-hmm. and have really made their way. You Absolutely. Know? And it's what makes tennis appealing today. A
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. That representation has been so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, like you said before, uh, there's this resistance to embrace the uh folks that don't look like what tennis has historically looked like mm-hmm. when in fact there are true gems within the tennis world right now mm-hmm. that really um need embracing.
0: Yeah. And this all this fear of like, oh tennis is, you know, yeah you it's losing its footing and you have mm-hmm. to it's to like you actually have the spokesperson the spokespeople. That could bring in, Mm -hmm. you know, a much larger audience Mm -hmm. if you give them the mic. Mm -hmm. And most of the time they don't have the mic. Thanks for tuning in today's episode of Out Wide Podcast. I'm Steph. I'm Resh. You can find us on Instagram at out underscore wide underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review and share. See you out there.